Do you know what the scariest thing is? To not know your place in this world. To not know why you're here. That's... It's just an awful feeling. About a week and a half away from Christmas, Maestro, and I am confused about something. Okay. Uh, and I was hoping that maybe you could clear it up for me. I'm sure I can. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what bravado. I am impressed with the confidence. All right. Here, here's, here's my question. Could you please explain to me why a birthday celebration... For the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. forces me to spend hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars buying presents for people who aren't having a birthday on December 25th. <laughs> Could you please explain that to me? I don't get it. You're, you're sharing the love. I'm sharing That's the what love. You're doing. Well, to me, that is inexplicable <laughs> that I have to buy presents for everybody else except the person who's having a birthday. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But I don't want to sound bitter. I enjoy the Christmas season. And, uh, you know, life is good. I like the Christmas music and all the other good stuff, so I'm not complaining. Life is good. Welcome to another edition of Career Callings. I'm your host, Robbie Romeiser, and our job here at Career Callings is to help people avoid the financial and emotional pain of a bad career decision by helping them find, prepare for, and pursue the work God has created them to do. You can join us today by phone, text, or email. Phone or text at 864-381-7649, 864-381-7649, or by email robbie at careercallings.net. That's robbie at careercallings.net. Speaking of inexplicable things, I want to uh, share a uh, an idea here with you, um, uh, uh, just about things that can be inexplicable, and sometimes how things happen in our lives that don't seem to have an explanation until sometime later on in our lives. And this this is kind of coming to uh, kind of came to me as I was reading John chapter nine verse three, and just quoting you from the Amplified Bible version of the Bible. There, Jesus answered, "It was not that this man or his parents sinned." But he was born blind in order that the workings of God should be manifested in him. And that is a passage where Jesus and the disciples are are walking around and they run across this guy who's blind and God gives him sight. And the disciples ask him, why was this guy blind? Was it because of his sin or perhaps his parents had sinned? And uh, just kind of picking up with Christ responded, you know, that nobody sinned. Nobody's sin caused this man's blindness. He was blind so that Christ's power could flow through him. And uh, after his healing, the blind man became a witness of Christ's power. And roughly 2,000 years after his birth, we're still talking about that witness today. And the reason I wanted to share this is because a lot of times there are inexplicable circumstances when it comes to our careers. And our our career calling. Maybe we're in a stu- we're stuck in a place where we don't understand why, or we're in between jobs, or we are 
facing some other type of trying circumstance as we ser- search for God's vocational calling in our lives. And those trying circumstances can also confuse us. And uh, many times our sin has brought that evil upon us, but many times our sin has not brought that confusion upon us. Our our faithful service to the Lord has not brought those tough times upon us. We we simply have something downright difficult going on in our lives, and we can't really figure out why. In such instances, it's tempting to complain to God regarding our seeming injustice, because when we can't uh, when we can't figure out the why behind our predicament, we oftentimes, unfortunately, slip into the false assumption that God is being unnecessarily cruel, but. What we don't realize is that the injustice, quote-unquote, may very well enable us to be a wonderful vessel through which God's power can flow in our tough times might be the very ticket that draws other people to the Savior. And what I mean by that is this, you know, had that blind man not been blind and had he not personally experienced God's deliverance, he would have no role in bringing God's glory to mankind and we would know nothing about that blind man today. In that same light, we might encounter trying times solely so that we can experience the power of God's deliverance. And through that deliverance, we can be a vessel through which God's power flows. Now, God's deliverance may take the form of total healing from pain, total healing from the pain of a bad career decision or a bad career location where we are now. Maybe those tough times don't go away uh, anytime in the immediate future, yet we can find deliverance from the anxiety and the worry that comes from being stuck in a position vocationally that is traumatic in, or, or unwelcome. Either way, God's supernatural power to overcome is manifested in our lives, and through our victory, others will be drawn to Christ. So no matter what form the deliverance takes, we should tell others about our deliverance with a grateful, loving heart. And as hard as it is to realize when we're suffering, there is no greater joy in life than to be a herald for the power of God to deliver. And when we become that herald, we will have fulfilled God's purpose for the pain. And we will have had the wonderful honor of being a vessel through which God's glory has flowed. And to kind of illustrate that a little bit further, I want to share with you an audio clip here. Uh, As I mentioned in a previous broadcast, not long ago I was... A guest on the Money Wise radio program. Money Wise is a program put out by Compass Financial Ministries, uh, headed by Howard Dayton. And then Steve Moore is the radio, uh, in charge of the radio broadcast uh, with, that, with that ministry. And in a recent interview with Howard and Steve, they asked me a question about, uh, or asked me this question, should every Christian feel called into their profession? And in my answer to that question, should every Christian feel called into their profession? I kind of related about how career callings came about and how the confusion that, the inexplicable confusion, if I can say it that way, that I was experiencing for quite a time in my own career led to the dawning of career callings. And you'll hear Howard Dayton ask me the question, and then after that will be my response. Uh, Robbie, should every Christian feel called uh, into their profession? You know, I think it's safe to say that every Christian should do or take the next step they believe the Lord would have them to take until such time as they do feel that calling. Um, I think it's fair to say, at least in my life, I can know, I know for sure it's fair to say that in my life, when I was a younger person with, with more interest in how much money I can make than interest in what God would have me to do, um, 
my focus was not on what God's calling would be in my life. But as as he walked me through periods of life where I was not focused on him like I should be, he he did what he always does to his children. He chiseled away at the rough edges until he got me to a point where he then did begin to start drawing me in a particular direction. And that's really why career callings exist in the first place. For years and years and years, as I was pursuing my own way and my own passions and my own career choices, I always had a feeling of emptiness, a feeling of doubt, a feeling of wonder, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And through that constant doubt and wonder that lasted for years, he finally woke me up when he had brought me to a place of obedience. He finally woke me up and said, hey, the reason I'm, I'll let you go through all that, that time doing your own thing is so that you could understand that I created all of my children for a purpose, and they should live that purpose out in every way, shape, form, or fashion they can. Hmm. including their vocation. So why don't you go out there and try to help some other people understand that as well, since I've taught it to you. And that's kind of the, the, the dawning of career calling. So when you were doing your own thing, uh, did you, even, even though you were professionally, you, you were doing well and feeding your family, did you always feel a little uneasy as if you weren't in God's uh, sweet spot for you? Yes, uh, def- definitely, definitely. There's always that. There was always that underlying sense of, of, for lack of a better way of describing it, emptiness. Um, hmm. And this is not uncommon to me. I, I've, I've studied the, this career calling concept for so long now. There are tons of people out there, even people who are just uh, extremely well off financially. They get to a point in their lives where they're just wondering, is this all there is to life? And I think that's a that's an, uh, a feeling and a concern that both unsaved and saved alike do experience from time to time. But the, the, the joy we have as Christians is that we have the answer to that question. Indeed, we do have the answer to that question. And the answer to that question is found in Revelation 4.11. Uh, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. And that is really what the answer is when it comes to to the faithful to the, to the child or children of God if we can come to the understanding that we are created by God for a purpose and our purpose on this planet is to figure out what that is and once we figure out what that is pursue it and maybe not every time certainly but most of the time there's a vocation that we can pursue with a regular basis on a regular basis that will be in total alignment with that purpose and that's the kind of work we ought to be able to do we ought to be doing sometimes that work will be a full-time position sometimes it might be a part-time position sometimes it might be a ministry uh, that doesn't pay much of anything and you may have to find your your sustenance through tent making like Paul did but whatever that purpose is whatever that vocation is you're not going to find total peace in in life until you actually uh, pursue that. And by the way, just to give proper credit, Howard Dayton was the gentleman who asked the first question. Steve Moore uh, was the person who asked that follow-up question there. And, and um, going back to the idea of, of pursuing or bringing God pleasure, just to point out a biblical reference on how, if you pursue God's pleasure first, if you seek the kingdom of God first in your vocation, and how that will actually make your life so much better than where you may be right now. I want to reference Psalm 37.4. Psalm 37.4 says this, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. 
And if you think about that, just as Jesus said in the in the gospel, seek the kingdom of God first, and all these things shall be added under you uh, unto you. If you go about seeking to delight the Lord and bring Him pleasure in your vocation, all the needs that you have, maybe not all the wants, but certainly all the needs that you have from a sustenance standpoint and whatnot, God will provide because He will honor you for pursuing or desiring to honor Him by pursuing the work and the purpose He's created you to do. And as the Bible teaches us, God will honor those who honor Him. So when we get back from the break in just a few minutes, we're going to talk about a particular focused area of, of um, uh, where you can pursue God's calling in a particular field, medical field in particular. When we get back, we'll talk about six different ways, six different fast-growing options where actually no college is needed. See you in just a few moments. I'm talking to Kevin Berg with Big Sky Enterprises. And Kevin, tell me how you see Teach Me Morpheus benefiting your business. We've been in the construction industry for over 15 years. We do everything that a homeowner could ever want or need in the construction industry. It's important to us to take care of our clients, and a lot of these small repairs are something that most people could do with a little bit of instruction. I can post my videos online as an added value to my customers, and this frees me up to be able to do bigger jobs like kitchen and bath remodels. Teach Me Morpheus is an additional revenue stream for Big Sky Enterprises and a great way to empower our clients. It creates customer loyalty, plus it's really good at the end of the day to be able to help somebody do something they didn't think they could do. Help your customers make money for your organization. That's what TeachMeMorpheus.com, a new online learning platform, can do for your business or nonprofit. To learn more, check out TeachMeMorpheus.com, referral code HISRADIO. That's TeachMeMorpheus.com, referral code HISRADIO. Career mismatches cause people financial and emotional pain as they struggle to pay their bills and also to find meaning in their lives. The late Larry Burkett recognized this, and for nearly 30 years, Crown Ministries has helped hundreds of thousands of people around the world find, prepare for, and pursue the purpose-filled work God has called them to do. To learn more about how you or someone you love can use biblical wisdom to avoid the financial and emotional pain of a bad career decision, visit careercallings.net slash discover, careercallings.net slash discover. Are you scheduled for a radiology exam or treatment but have some concerns? Visit radiologyinfo.org and get detailed descriptions on CT scans, MRI, ultrasound, and more. Get your questions answered today. Visit radiologyinfo.org. All right, I'm in studio here today with Dr. Jerome I.I. of Palmetto Proactive Healthcare. Doctor, how do you see Teach Me Morpheus helping your business? For example, I see you for a sinus infection, and you realize you forgot to ask me something. Teach Me Morpheus can have one of our videos for sinus infection that you click. You can go through my instructions. We'll basically become a 24-7 resource for our patients. To learn more, check out TeachMeMorpheus.com, referral code HISRADIO. That's TeachMeMorpheus.com, referral code HISRADIO. You found Christian Talk 660. But our lives aren't just measured in years. They're measured in the lives of people we touch around us. This feels like my calling and my purpose in life. There's something different about this journey that's more heart-connected. Purpose is more than just your core of, of your own self. It's beyond your own identity. Everybody ultimately wants to serve other people. You can have everything in life you want. You'll just help enough other people get what they want. And that little bit of sadness in the mornings you spoke of. Perhaps you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing.
Welcome back to Career Callings with Robbie Romeiser, 864-381-7649, 864-381-7649, or Robbie at careercallings.net, R-O-B-B-I-E at careercallings.net. And, of course, our mission at Career Callings is to help people avoid the financial and emotional pain of a bad career decision by helping them find, prepare for, and pursue the work God created them to do. Well, if you believe that God would be pleased with you getting involved in the medical profession, if you feel like he's drawing you in that direction, uh, that's a wonderful thing. Certainly, uh, roughly one-fifth, I believe, of the economy is medically related, so that there's a lot of opportunity there. But one of the big stumbling blocks, or maybe I could say it better this way, one of the big uh, bottlenecks to... Uh, people pursuing work in the medical profession is is the college side of things, the training side of things. Many medical professions require four years or more. Graduate students, in many cases, for the higher end-level jobs, certainly can be a daunting task for people to actually um, actually pursue in terms of both time and money commitments. So a lot of people don't even look at the medical profession because of those those mountains that must be climbed. However, There are six fast-growing options within the medical profession in terms of job opportunities where no college is actually needed. And to introduce this this topic and these things, I want to I want to play a theme song for you. But before I do, I want to I want to just challenge Maestro. Maestro, yes, yeah, okay. When this is playing, as you if you recognize which television show, I'm giving you a hint here. If you can Mm. recognize which television show this theme song comes from, okay, let me know. And if you can't, that's fine because. I just means you're worthless, but go right ahead. Any ideas? Uh, Dr. Kildare. Dr. Kildare. There was no such show ever. Was there? Yes, there was. Oh, okay. Marcus Welby, MD. Uh, no, neither. That's not right either. Give it another shot. ER. Very good. It only took you three guesses because you have no clue. I actually never saw this show, ER. I knew it was a huge hit from 1994 to 2009. And George, somebody George, was on it. George Clooney was on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. A- Anthony Edwards was on there. Two of the big stars there. Uh, but like I said, I never really got around to watching it, but I'm sure. Plenty of folks listening did indeed enjoy that little that little famed program there. But a uh, great little introduction here to this topic. Six fast-growing options in the medical profession with no college needed. And the reason why this article was written, which, by the way, was written by a lady named Ann Fisher, and it was published on Fortune.com. Ann had a reader write into her, a, a fellow that was in his... Uh, retiree years and he was tired of playing golf every day go figure i don't know how you can ever become tired of playing golf all day but he did and he was looking for something to do and back in his younger days he was actually a pre-med student and to his own admission got out of pre-med and went into business classes because the business classes were easier and so he spent an entire career in business never really pursuing his medical passion and now in his retiree years he's looking for options to uh, to pursue well what uh, by the way this guy signed his letter not by his name but by this this uh, byline enough golf already ega so there you go um about 26 percent of all new jobs created between 2008 and 2018 are or will be in healthcare, according to the bureau 
of labor statistics. So if you feel like the Lord is calling you in that direction, uh, that you have a passion to do something like that and a need to do something like that from within, uh, that's certainly a, a great type of field to be in with so many jobs being created on a regular basis. So here's the list of six jobs that you can pursue, none of which actually requires you to go after a new four-year degree. Number one, diet and nutrition counselor. That's an interesting one. And with more and more people getting larger and larger in the bodily sense, uh, this is driving demand for professionals who can give advice on diet and exercise to help people control their weight. Now, now, granted, many nutritionists have four-year degrees or even advanced degrees in the field, but you can actually get qualified as a diet and nutrition, uh, nutrition coach or counselor with a one-year training program from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which is run in partnership with the State University of New York. So, as always, I'll link to this article on careercallings.net slash radio with a copy of today's broadcast. And if you're interested in pursuing that, learning a little bit more about what the Institute for Integrative Nutrition has to offer, you'll be able to go to, to that article and link directly to that institute's website. Option number two is physical therapist aid or assistant. And as that name suggests, you'd be helping physical therapists provide services to patients in a hospital, in a nursing home, maybe a medical office, or maybe even outpatient rehab. Part-time jobs and flexible hours are particularly widespread in this field. And you can check out more from the American Physical Therapy Association's website for information on qualifications and training. And again, we'll link to that at careercallings.net slash radio. Medical assistant is number three. Uh, Managing day-to-day operations in a medical practice is typically what a medical assistant does. And the amount of formal training employers expect to see on a resume for this type of position varies widely. Some don't require any, but even if there is a requirement for some sort of formal training, a one-year certificate can be obtained from the American Association of Medical Assistants. And uh, that website has information on that program. Many community colleges also offer a two-year associate's degree if you want to go that route later on if you want to engage in that. But the one-year certificate from the American Association of Medical Assistants might just be enough for you. Now, number four, you want to be a professional vampire. Now, to be a professional vampire, the official name of being a professional vampire is phlebotomy technician. These folks actually draw and keep track of blood samples, usually in hospitals. Now, if you're not too keen on seeing the red stuff, which I am not, then phlebotomy, a.k.a. vampirism, is probably not for you. But if it is for you, you can actually obtain an opportunity here after 45 hours of classes and an additional 30 hours of hands-on training. You can be eligible to take a certification exam offered by the National Health Career Association. So we'll link to that website as well at careercallings.net slash radio. EKG technician is number five on the list. In this job, you'll be running the heart monitoring equipment in a cardiologist's office. Rehabilitation program or hospital training usually consists of about 20 hours of classroom instruction and another 20 plus hours of hands-on practice leading up to a certification exam by, again, the National Health Career Association. Number six in the list, dental assistant. 
Many dental assistants learn their skills on the job, getting their training in taking x-rays, advising patients on oral hygiene, and other tasks from a dentist or from a coworker. However, an increasing number are trained in formal dental assisting programs that take one year or less to complete. So for more information on these opportunities, check out the American Dental Assistance Association website. And again, I will connect to that or link to that at careercallings.net slash radio. So, Maestro, if we could play the ER uh, one more time as a fade-out from this lovely topic. There you go. Six fast-growing opportunities in the medical profession. All right. If you're trying to figure out what God wants you to do in your life vocationally, you got to be all about good biblical decision-making. And as I've mentioned before on the program, I have a new video out called Biblical Decision-Making, How to Make the Right Decision Every Time, that you can find at careercallings.net slash videos. And uh, that uh, seven-minute video can be purchased for $1.30, and each purchase... Uh, The proceeds from each purchase go to support the expansion of the Career Callings radio program. But a key component of biblical decision-making is love. That may sound kind of strange, but love is actually the key to great biblical decision-making. And I found this out by reading Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 through 10. And this I pray, the Bible says in the Amplified Bible Version, and this I pray that your love may abound, so that you may surely learn to sense what is vital and a real value. And that's the Apostle Paul writing to the Philippians. Now, to make good decisions, we need discernment. And discernment is defined by Merriam-Webster's dictionary as the quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure. Now, obscure means something that is shrouded in or hidden by darkness, not clearly seen or easily distinguished, uh, not readily understood or clearly expressed. Also Also something that's mysterious. So in order to make good decisions, we need the ability to understand what is not readily understandable and to perceive what is not readily perceivable. And although education and experience can improve our discernment in many areas of life, neither education nor experience is the key to making right decisions in the vital things of life. The key to right decision-making in such areas is Christian charity. And as Paul wrote in Philippians, insight, discernment, and knowledge of what is vital, excellent, and really valuable in life is is found in a foundation of charity. It's because through charity, we understand our wants, needs, and passions take a back seat to our service to God first and others second. It's through charity that pride gives way to humility, allowing us to replace a life of contention with a life of rich relationships. And it's through charity that we learn that the only things of real value are those matters which stretch beyond this life into eternity. And with such insight, we will make decisions that have tremendous impact on the world around us. Now, the discernment charity brings will often lead us to make decisions that don't make sense to those around us. And our acquaintances, our friends, even our close family members may think we're woefully wrong in choices we make. But the more charitable we become, the more effective we will be in making decisions that are right in God's eyes, not man's. And the reason for that is because Christ is the source of charity. And the more charity we have, the more of Christ we have working in us, molding us into his way of thinking and acting. So if you want to know how to get discernment about what God's vocational calling is in your life, what you ought to be working on is your relationship with God. Diving into the Word of God, meditating on His Word, praying with Him, gaining more of His charity, thereby gaining more of His way of thinking. And then it'll be a whole lot easier to hear His vocational calling in your life 
when that calling actually comes. Visit us, career call, visit us at careercallings.net slash radio for a copy of today's uh, broadcast and also links to the articles we read. Seek first the kingdom of God and all those things shall be added unto you. God bless. God bless.